I'm Bonafide View from Rap Girls Caviar, the podcast. So on this episode, I'm going to be getting into what happened last weekend between Offset and Jay Prince. So if you don't know, last weekend was Grammy weekend. All the celebs came out. Beyonce made history. They're having the most Grammys out of everyone. I think Lizzo won two or three Grammys. I'm not for sure. So, you know, don't take me at my word. Lotto and Glorilla, Glorilla didn't win anything, but they both look cute. Um, Lotto had on this pink, I'm going to say promise looking dress because it was cute. Even though it was cute, it was more... I'm going to say I would probably wear it to prom or homecoming. Um, Glorilla, Glorilla had on a black and white dress. Um, I think it was like really pretty. And I love the way her hair was. She It was like a 90s uh, slick back type of hairstyle. It was super cute. She had Brunka dead with her. Um, yeah. So she looked real cute. She uh, And then also Glorilla had performed so the grammy said put on was celebrating 50 years of hip-hop and glorilla was part of the tribute and she you know she killed up her she killed up her um i got something to say about the 50 years of hip-hop i just felt like it should have been more since it's a old to 50 years of hip-hop it should have been more ogs because they're the ones that started it. It was only Missy Elliott. They had Gorilla. Who else did they have? Listen, I just know I needed to see some Eve. I needed to see some um, some Remy Mom. They didn't even have Lil Kim on there. They was just tripping, tripping, tripping. It could have been better. It could have been better. Um, so, uh, and as you know, like I said, Cardi killed the Grammy red carpet, like I knew she would. Like, that's one thing I'm gonna say about Cardi. Like, when she put on, it's time for her to step out, baby, baby. She's going to step out, she's going to step it up and show out every single time. Um, she wore a royal blue. She had on a royal blue dress. It's by an Indian designer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but it's Goro Gupta. And she looked absolutely stunning. I mean, absolutely breathtakingly stunning. She had her hair slicked back into like a real sleek ponytail. And her makeup was just flawless. Her team is A1. A1. Colin, the stylist who gets her all her fits and, you know, puts all the looks together. Colin is a master, bro. He's a master. He also dresses like Kelly Rowland and Sierra, too. I love me some Colin. Colin Carter. Also, Tokyo Styles. Every hairstyle Cardi gets or her hair always be on point. The lace be on point. It don't never nothing to talk. It's not nothing never bad to say about Cardi's hairstyles. Because Tokyo gonna make sure when she go out, that lace is laid. You can't even tell us the lace, okay? And then Erica on the makeup. 
she make I just like Cardi makeup because it don't be too much. To me, it's not a lot of makeup. It's just like oh, it's always fresh. It's always not pounded on and stuff like that. So I love Erica. Cardi has the best team out. Like her team is amazing. Uh fucking amazing. All set had on like a cream and white suits. He looked this so good, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. I used to think all set was ugly. I'm not gonna lie. I never like when when him and Cardi first started going out, I used to be like, I used to be because Cardi used to be like, oh my goodness, this man's so sexy and he's so fine and all this. But I never I never felt that way. <laughs> like in my mind, I used to be like, girl, that boy ugly as hell. I was saying it's not cute. But over the years, it's like he's grown on me. He's grown on me. And he looked he looked very, very nice. And I mean very, very nice. His his suit, him and Cardi, their outfit on the red carpet for the Grammys complimented each other. It was just absolutely beautiful. Um, but before the Grammys, I'll say I had went to the Rock Nation brunch. And he looked it good too. He had like this green suit. It was he just looked very mature and, and and older and and like you know that young nigga type of he just looked good, okay? He just looked good. Um and then you know him and Cardi went to the Clive Davis pre-grand party. Cardi and him, she, you know, she gave him a lot of, it was a lot of tongue action on that red carpet. A lot of tongue action on that red carpet. Cardi had rocked this like brown leather and lace dress that had her body just bodying. And she had like a brown bullet. So the whole concept or the whole outfit was rich rock star, like rich Rockstar meets like um Marilyn Monroe type. It was really, really cute. It was really, really cute. It was and the leather, the leather on the dress was patterned and the lace fit very, very well with it. And then she had like these lace gloves and like her makeup was nude. So she looked it very, 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 very cute. Then they went to some DJ party. Um, I forgot the name of the DJ party, but she had the same brown mullet and she had like a blue dress, not a long blue dress, but like a blue dress that went to like cool, um, like the mid lift of her thighs. It was really pretty. It wasn't a lot of pictures of that. So I really didn't get to see it. The only pictures I really seen of the DJ party was like the ones that they posted on Twitter. So I, I really didn't see that. So Cardi and Offset, you know what I'm saying? They were they been they was out all weekend. The whole weekend. They were out. They was out. Um at the Clive Davis pre-Grammy party, Cardi gave a speech honoring Atlantic Records, you know what I'm saying? And she was thanking them. Her her um what her talking, her speak, because you know, her Cardi's first language is, is Spanish. So it's like when she speaks, sometimes it's hard for us to understand it. Her speaking, her pronunciation, pronunciation, I can't even pronunciate right, but her pronunciation is A1. It has gotten so much better. Like I am so proud of her. 
it has gotten way better and like her speech was very good it was funny it was light you know what i'm saying even though i wish she would have told us she was coming out when she was coming out and with her new album um and then you know cardi had presented at the grammys uh the award she presented was for best rap album which is fitting because that's cardi's first grammy well her only grammy for now but that was Cardi's first girl when she came up on the scene. Best rap album. Invasion of Privacy. Yeah, so it was only fitting. I felt it was really, it was a good look for her to present that award. Um, and she changed her outfit again. She had on um, the late Paco Rabani. I don't know if I'm saying his name correct. May he rest in peace. But it was, it was silver and like, um, on some of the pictures, you could see the uh, reflection of the Grammys, and she had on the Rabani, the Paco Rabani headpiece with it too. She looked it so pretty. Oh my goodness, so pretty. Um, but Kendrick Lamar ended up winning Best Rap Album. Okay, now while all of this was going on. While all this is going now, I just told y'all that Cardi and Offset, as I, I just explained it, like they've been out all weekend. They, matter of fact, Cardi ain't even Cardi ain't even on the internet. You know what I'm saying? She been, they've been real low key. They've been real quiet. You know, since since takeoff death, it hasn't been. You know, Cardi usually be on the internet a lot. Offset ain't never really. Offset ain't never been on the internet. So they both, I'm gonna say, kind of took a break. But for this weekend, they was out. They went to like three or four parks. So, while Cardi and Offset are at the Grammys, give me one second. As I was saying, um, when, so like I said, Cardi and Offset, they haven't even, you know, they haven't been pinched to nobody. So, while they was on stage, minding their business, this dude named Jay Prince, if you don't know who he is, I'm finna tell you. He is the head of a gang in Houston. It's called Mob Ties. They say he got a lot of music connections in the music industry. And I think he like part owner of Carl Crawford's 1501 label. If you don't know who Carl Crawford is, you should. He been taking, Megan been taking him to court since I think for forever, for I think for the past two or three years now, because she's trying to get out of her contract, she's trying to get out of her labor contract or whatever. But Jay Prince got something to do with that too. But um, he is also a friend of P from Pop P, Big Nose P from Quality Control. You know QC. Um, that's the label with uh, Baby, Little Baby, and used to be the whole Migos. City Girls, Lakia, and um, I think, what's the, Gloss Up. If I'm not mistaken, I think Gloss Up signed to QC label. I don't know, but um, I'm going to look it up. But So, this old wannabe ass gangster decides to do an interview and threaten Offset. Yes, you heard what I said. Jay Prince did an interview and he threatened Offset. Basically, he was calling Offset disloyal, and he said that he don't want to have to defend him, defend himself. Mind you, like I said, Offset ain't even been on the internet since Takeoff Dev. Um, before I get into you know the, what happened 
the, the rest of the weekend. We got to revisit Takeout Death real fast. I want to say, may he rest in peace because um, we got to get into why I feel. I'm going to say why I feel Jay Prince out of the blue, all of a sudden just start coming at at offset for no reason like when i say this like literally happened out of the blue it literally just the interview popped up um sunday and like i'm like what the hell going on like i didn't even know jay prince you know was into it with offset but i kind of figured but anyways 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 here we go takeoff was shot and killed on november 1st 2022 if you don't know who Takeoff is, he is he was the third member of Migos. He is the uncle of Quavo, and him and Offset are related by marriage. But, but I'm gonna say this is a big but. But even though those those two only they're the Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff, even though they're only related by marriage. They all grew up together, meaning when they were, they grew up like they was kids. So even if they're not all uh, take out, uh, Offset is not their blood, he still grew up with them. They grew up as kids. They went to the same school. They got into trouble together. Their mom is, uh, take out mom, not take out mom, Offset mom is married to somebody on Offset, I mean, uh, Quavo and them side of the family. I forgot who it was. And I don't really feel like going to look it up. But when I was reading it, that's what I did remember. So, he take off. He was in Houston with his uncle Quavo at a private bowling party with mob ties. It was said that Quavo got into it with someone from mob ties about a dice game. They said five shots was fired, takeoff was killed on impact, and two other people were critically injured. A couple hours before the shooting, Quavo had posted a video of him driving around with Jazz Prince. They were celebrating his birthday. Jazz Prince is Jay Prince's son. It was only about 40 people at the party. So basically, it was mostly mob ties, Jazz Prince people, and Quavo entourage. Since it was only 40 people. So this, it wasn't like it was a big old gathering. It's not like it was a lot of people. It's not like, you know. So it, it basically, it was invite only. So in order to get there, you had to get invited. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't a party with a whole bunch of randoms. Is what I'm trying to say. Fast forward. A video of so when Quay when Takeoff got shot, TMZ had reported it. You know what I'm saying? And and at first it, it wasn't. Ain't nobody believed it. I'm not gonna lie, because when it first came, I'm like, that's a damn lie. Takeoff ain't on the laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, why people making up stuff like that? Because it was it was shocking. Like. Seriously, sh like shocking as hell. Cause you like take off for real? What? No lies, right? So then it's then you know how the media be and people like people record everything nowadays. They don't care. 
this world, they don't care. People do not care what they record. They don't care what they put on the internet. They don't care who feelings they hurt. They don't care who mama, daddy, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, who see it. As long as it's getting them likes and views and engagements, they're going to post it. It's fucked up, but that's the world we kind of live in right now. So anyway, he had, it was a video of Takeoff lying on the ground while Jazz Prince had walked right past him. You know, in, in, in that same video, I didn't really watch the video like that because like I said, I don't want to see no shit like that. And like I said, when I was, when it, it was so easy for me to see because they posted it. And then when I was scrolling down my Twitter feed, it's like, it just, it said, take off that. And I'm like, cause like I said, I didn't know it was true. I didn't think it was true at first. So when I clicked on the video, all the first thing you hear is Quavo and you could hear the hurt in his voice and he was screaming out and he was in pain and he was saying no nah, man no nah, man oh my goodness it was it was just real hurtful but you go further on into the video you see Jazz Prince literally walk past this man walk in his blood walk right past takeoff Right past the takeoff. He didn't stop and see if he was okay. He didn't stop and see if Quavo was okay. He didn't stop to see if the ambulance was there. He didn't stop to see if the man was still alive. He just he just left. And and, and I guess got out gotta get out the dodge, got out the way. And the reason I'm saying all of this is because the way Jay Prince been handling this, he been handling saying it, saying it as if Takeoff and Quavo is his family, and he love he got so much love for them, and 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 um um and Offset don't got love for them, and Offset phone. So why your son just walk past like it was nothing? Like your son, you claim that y'all got so much love for Takeoff. None of none of my ties. Nobody from over there stayed to see if that man was okay. Stayed to see if, if Quavo was okay. None of them. It's on, it's on video. So, you can't lie about it. So, you know, that's when people start coming for... That's when people... So, after people see that part, people start coming for Jay Prince. Because that's when a lot of stuff started coming out. You know, people start... Uh, uh, because, no, it's a lot of stuff. After that happened, a lot of stuff started coming out about Jay Prince. People started coming at Jazz Prince and his daddy because it's said that when you go to Houston, you have to check in with him. Yeah, you heard what I said. They saying that anytime any rapper, any celebrity person, in order for them to be safe in the city of Houston, they have to check in with mob ties. And Jay Prince. Jay Prince is the head of this so-called mob ties. This is this is the rumor, y'all. This is this is what they saying. Allegedly, Jay Prince don't allow no one to have a peace with him. Like if you around him, only his crew can have a peace. So 
that like I said, the 40 people, it once again, it was 40 people at a birthday party. The incident report says five shots were shot off. It's a rumor, or allegedly, only mob ties can have guns. Well, oh, I gotta take that out. Pieces, a piece. I can't say that word, a piece. I have to mark this. I probably have to take that out. I don't know. Anyways, have a piece with them, a weapon with them if you around him. Now, mind you, before, before this even happened, Quavo had posted on his Instagram story, uh, posted on his Instagram, it was him and, um, cause Quavo, Takeoff wasn't even with him in the beginning. Takeoff wasn't even with, um, Quavo in the beginning because, uh, Quavo had posted on IG, it was just a picture of him riding around with Jay Prince and Jay Prince had a gun, a piece, in the middle of the seats. It was like one of those Cadillac cars, you know what I'm saying? It was like one of those type with the uh, top down, the uh, top off, whatever you call it. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream paint job. Y'all remember what's that dude name that song? Duro? Cream on the inside, clean on the outside. Was it? Yeah, cream on the inside, clean on the outside. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream paint job. I think that's how it goes. I don't know. But anywho, but anywho, that's what that's what they saying. And they also was saying he supposed to be some big time gangster. I think he. I guess he think he should ignite. I don't know. So Jay Prince went on IG Live talking a whole bunch of nothing. He said, you know, cause after he was getting, so after the video was, after a video went viral of Jazz Prince walking past takeoff, you know, they started getting heat. It was, uh, you know, Gilly, somebody named Gilly said something. A lot of people started saying something and that's where all the stuff started coming out, the checking in and what, you can and can't do in Houston. So, cause people was confused. Cause they was like, how the hell take off get on the live if he checked in with Jay Prince? Jay Prince, you saying this your city and this is what you run. So how that happened? How did that happen? So Jay Prince had, he, for him to be so gangster, he stay on the internet too much. I never known a gangster to be on the internet and in front of your moves and saying your moves and saying what you're doing. Them, them, they're not the type of gangsters I know. They want to move in silence. They don't want to have no evidence brought back to them. They don't want nothing to connect to them. But Jay Prince, on the other hand, he he on internet like he on the internet a lot to be this so-called gangster that. These people are out here make they really making him like he should night or somebody. Like they making it like he run the whole city. So of course people was like, how the hell? Take off, get on a live. That didn't make sense. How how? So, you know, he went on his IG and he was like, he was saying it was a whole bunch of nothing. But he said his son walked past takeoff because he was trying to wash the blood off his hands. That's the damn lie. That's a lie. That is that that if that wasn't the biggest lie I ever seen them I ever seen ever. Like you walking past them 
to go wash the blood off your heads. Dude, first of all, from the video angle, how they got the video, takeoff was laying up, you know what I'm saying? And, and you just walked past, like you literally just walked, you walked past so fast, like you was just, he was in a rush to get the fuck up out of there. That's what he was doing. You know how like some shit happened? And you trying to not be seen and you don't want to be seen. That's how it was. It's like he didn't want to be seen. He didn't want nobody to even know that he was there. That's how fast that man left. That that one no. That one if if uh, you to claim, oh my goodness, I love him. That's my homie. That's family. Family don't do that. Family not just from the walk past your your underlying body on the ground bleeding and leaving your family crying, screaming, hollering next to you that's not what you're gonna do you you trying to protect yourself that's not what family do family gonna make sure we good family gonna make sure you are i but y'all got out that jam but y'all trying to per but jazz prince is trying to portray to the media and everybody else that him and quavo and take off got some type of family relationship and and offset on the offset on the outside looking in and offset the disloyalty that ain't making no sense. That that doesn't. That, that's not logical. Like that's not logical because, like I said, family's not gonna walk past a unalive person that you say you love and you care about, and then you see the other person that's that's another family member bawling and, and, and you know crying and, and can't even get words out. But instead, you didn't even stop and check on them. You left. You got out of dodge with your security guards. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. He got out of Dodge. Um, and then take off family, you know, had his funeral. It was open to the public, but you know, they said no camera was allowed. Um, they did like a it was a long tribute, it was a lot of talks. I didn't really watch it because I don't like funerals like that. I don't like funerals at all. I'ma just keep it on honey. I don't I can't do it. That's just not, I just, I just can't do it. Sorry. Like family, like my family, it's family members that I haven't even, that I don't, that I didn't go to their funeral. And it's just cause I just have a feeling that I just don't want that to be my last memory of you. See me, I'm the type of person where if I see something, it sticks with me. Like it is going to stick with me. It's not going to, I am just not nothing I'm gonna be able to forget. And it's gonna keep on, that picture is gonna keep on popping up in my head. So me, I'm the type of person where I will rather have the memories that, the good memories that I, uh, um, that I share with you instead of that one last memory of you. I don't want that to be my last memory of you. That's just me, you know. Uh, I know I be having to apologize a lot for that, but that's just how I handle. That's just how I handle things. That's just how I handle it. I don't want that to be my last member of you. Okay. Now, after the front of it, another video had got released. Well, I ain't gonna say another video, but it's like I ain't gonna say I'm saying release like somebody releasing video. Somebody posted another video that was at the party, and that was at the bowling party now like i said this was a small i'm gonna get to this was a small get together for jazz prince birthday jay prince song it was at a private bowling alley private bowling alley y'all i'm saying it's getting 40 people 
private bowling alley. Offset and someone from Mob Top. I'm not, I said Offset. I don't know why I just said that. Quavo. I'm so sorry. Quavo. And someone from Mob Ties had a dice game. And you can hear that it was in the video, it showed that like there was an argument. And it shows that Quavo was like, Yeah, you know, I ain't finna deal with this. But I guess he told the dude he wasn't giving him his money and he was finna walk off. And then right after that happened, that's when shots were fired. Now, the reason I brought up the dice game is because a couple weeks before that, another man, I think it was a DJ, I forgot his name. Matter of fact, give me a second. We're gonna go look this up, y'all. One second. I'm gonna go look it up. That's why I said that um, uh, he trying to deflect. Uh, Jay Prince trying to deflect off, of, trying to get the heat off himself, and trying to uh put the heat on Offset is because I feel like he trying to deflect from people putting more blame on him. Oh, oh calling his card, they pulling his card, they pulling his card. They are pulling over uh dice game. Give me one second, y'all. One second, one second, one second. Because it was another one. One second, I have to find it. They said it was a rigged dice game. But only reason why they saying it's a rigged dice game because, like I said, uh, like I'm trying to find the dude's name, but it don't seem like I could find it. I'm trying to find what his name was because he got uh, this was this happened a couple weeks before Takeoff got um, before Takeoff got killed before Takeoff got on the live. Here you go. Hold on, y'all. One yeah, his his name was it was um Southeast Houston. Um, he was tw he was a twenty four year old. His name was Aaron Masters. It was him and people from Mob Ties. They were shooting um dice in front of an apartment, and he had won a large amount of money. And one of the players became upset. One of the mob ties dudes became upset, pulled out a semi-automatic handgun, and shot the dude a lot of times and took his money. Matter of fact, this is the same game that Boozy was at. Because I think Boozy was trying to say some... Um, Boozy was trying to say uh, uh, the dude they want to pay the money or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, Boozy did an interview about it. And... Boozy was like i think boosie was trying to take his side i'm sorry y'all because this just is i i wrote all of this down but this just popped up um this just popped up in my head because i knew it was a reason why i was like it sound all iffy iffy okay 
disregard everything about I just said about um about Eric. So it's boozy badass. He told it was a jeweler that got murdered. Cause he was like the trolls is lying on me. So exactly. Duke the jeweler. Duke the jeweler. He was 20, 29 years old, and he died from multiple gunshot wounds. And this happened on a Sunday at 11.46. And he was playing with mob ties, and he was in Houston. And he had to check in with the uh, mob ties dude. And when he checked in, it was over a game of... Yeah, it was over a game of dice. And then he was like, um, they had rigged his, um, they rigged the, they be rigging the dice. You know what I'm saying? They got fake loaded dice is what it's called. Loaded dice. They be saying they had loaded dice. So anyways, that's how that, uh, driller got killed. He was at a driller. He was at a mob ties. He was playing, um, dice with somebody in mob ties in Houston after he checked in with Jay Brins. So that's why you know people start bringing that up because of that's that's technically how takeoff on the last because Quavo got into it with somebody at this same party they was playing dice he got into it with somebody at the dice game and he told them um he ain't paying them no money and that's when somebody fired shots and takeoff got hit and two other people got hit now once again i'm gonna say this again it was only 40 people at the party it was mob ties and it was quavo people but y'all but this was the family though as as jay prince you got people thinking you telling people that y'all family you telling people that every, if you check in with me you gonna be safe ain't nothing gonna happen to you but that's not the truth because in a matter of a month two people playing dice games got Got on the last under J Prince watch. What that tell you, y'all? I ain't no conspiracy theorist or nothing like that, but some ain't right. Some ain't right. Um, mind you, while all this was going on, Offset is like you know you know how media play. Cause when takeoff, well after takeoff. On the last, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know how media be, especially these urban blogs, bro. They really piss me off because one minute they say, "Oh, we're not getting the recognition that the white media blogs get," but then it's like y'all post videos of a uh, of a man that's on the live, and you think just to get clicks and views, not even caring about his man. Like his family probably don't even know about it. But the first thing you open up instant as you see, oh my son laying on the ground on a lab that's some crazy shit that's, a, that's crazy like urban media they really piss me off like they they like to it's miss a lot of misinformation that's what it is because it's like i feel like they getting the misconstrued a blogger and a journalist is two different things because when you're a journalist you have to go get certified and credited and going to school a blogger just be making up shit and making up opinions and it's just be coming out your ass and you be spreading you spread the information that fits right for the narrative that you want to push
for your page and that's exactly what the um media was doing they was just making offset oh offset um went close to him and offset um you know because at first when Migos first had get um broken up it was all cardi fault they kept on saying it was cardi fault but like i said it wasn't it wasn't no damn it ain't got nothing to do with cardi but i'm getting all off a topic so okay mainly i think about a year or two ago there was rumors that Migos had split up it was all just speculation ain't nobody even really it was all just speculation like i said the blogs were just reporting what they reported. They didn't know. They didn't have no confirmation. They didn't know shit. It was just speculation. So it wasn't speculation until Outset had signed a deal to go solo. Basically, he bought himself out of his contract with a, a P Big Nose quality control. Now, I don't know how true this is, so take it with a grain of salt. They said that it was said that Cardi paid for offset to get out his contract but i don't know so like i said taking with a grain of salt may or may not be true so when um to me that did solidify that they was broken up it just because you know they technically they did solo they did solo tracks before so when he said he wanted a solo he wanted his um to break out of his contract with p it wasn't nothing i didn't think me personally me personally on a personal i didn't think none of it i didn't think none of it until last year when quavo and takeoff did an interview where they confirmed migos wasn't a threesome bar but if you go back and you watch those interviews watch who doing the most talking like if you just just watch just watch the Quavo and Takeoff interviews. Just watch them. And you can see that the problem was really, the problem is really between Offset and Quavo. And Takeoff was in the middle. And I feel like, I feel like, and this is his half. I feel like Quavo is immature. I think he still got a lot of growing to do. Um, I had to stop, then I recorded this again, so I forgot why I was talking that. But anyways, if you watch the interviews, you will see it's more of a Quavo and Offset problem than it was a takeoff problem because the way it was, it was Quavo. He talked too much. He was doing a lot of talking. So Quavo was saying it wasn't about Offset wanting to leave the label. But on some loyalty type of shit, which is a lie because songs. Let me see, let me see. Like people just lie so much, or he try to make himself look good, or he try to make himself feel better because he know he wrong. Because Offset, when the news came out that Offset was going was uh trying to was taking Peter Court to get out his contract because he was trying to pay to get out his contract. That's when the Migos rumors and stuff really started heating up. And, he, and that's when Quavo started, you know, tweeting crazy shit. And he started um, um, dissing. Like, he started doing real rat nigga shit. Real shady shit, right? So then when he finally, when it finally announced that, that's when they had did an interview. And he gonna step and say, oh, it ain't had nothing to do with, um... Take off. I mean, Offset wanted to be solo and have a solo deal. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. 
And then you said loyalty. And then you said it's about loyalty. Like, because then after that, he released a song. And this is when I say, when I say Quavo started moving real funny. It's like he started acting like a little B-I-T-C-H. And this is when I say he immature. And I feel like it was on some him and all that. Like, I feel like it was just on some immature ass shit because the shit that he did was immature. He basically made a song. Because him and Takeoff released a um, duo album. It was called Unkinef. On the single front of the album, I forgot what the song was. Cause I didn't even really listen to it. And I don't even like Playboy like that. Just because, just off of that situation. But he went and made a song. And in that song, he insinuated that t- uh, Offset slept with Sweetie. And it's like... It's like he, and then it's like he knew that was, he knew people was going to, cause that's how the media is. He knew people was going to pick up up on that. He knew people was going to start spinning there, especially people that don't like Cardi. Like it's a lot of media and it's a lot of blogs that don't like Cardi. And he took advantage of that. And you know, they always saying I was cause I said cheated years, 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 years ago. But people keep on bringing that back up. So when he did that, and he didn't and then it's like what's so crazy because it's like when he insinuated offset that's when people people took it and they ran with it right sweetie ain't make no sweetie ain't deny it and offset and cardi b they didn't say nothing either so it just you know it kept going it kept going it kept going you know what i'm saying until Lil Baby made a song and Lil Baby dissed Quavo and Sweetie. So it's like, it was like a confirmation that like, oh no, nah, he wasn't talking about Offset in that song. He was talking about Lil Baby in that song. Instead of, um, it was time, he was talking about how Lil Baby had smashed Quavo, I mean Sweetie. But I already had knew that because before this, sweetie, it, you know, sweetie was being a hoe. I guess she was mad, and she was she had posted a picture of her sitting on little baby lap or whatever, because she wanted it to be known. Whatever, she was a hoe. I didn't like that whole situation because I felt like as a woman, you being as a woman, you was being accused of sleeping with a married man, but you ain't say nothing. And then, like a couple months later, you now you trying to address the rumors because you trying to sell your music, but you ain't addressing when you was being accused of sleeping with a married man, which makes me believe that her and Cardi don't really like each other because Sweetie was doing some shady shit too. But that's another episode. That's a whole another episode. So, anyways, after Quavo did that little shady ass shit, you know what I'm saying? That's when it like really. And then he started doing a lot of more interviews. It was just real shady, shady, shady. So by that by that time, by the time Takeoff had on the live, it got people to thinking that like Takeoff didn't like Offset. So they felt like Takeoff shouldn't be hurting or shouldn't hurt that. I mean, they felt Offset shouldn't be hurting that Takeoff wasn't alive, which don't make no sense to me because just because first of all, they're brothers. They grew up together. You just don't stop having emotional attachment to somebody after just because y'all got into a disagreement or y'all got into an argument. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like they uh, was together, was only in a group for like five years, two years. No, they literally grew up together from the time they were shorties. And like, how old they? And they like 30s now. So they've been knowing each other for 30 some odd fucking years. Like, them emotional attachments don't go nowhere. No matter how Quavo try to make, Quavo try to make it seem 
You know what I'm saying? No matter how Quay much Quavo tried to make it seem like take off then like offset. You know what I'm saying? So now that we had a backstory taken care of, we can talk about what happened last weekend. So as I said before, Jay Prince did an interview and threatened offset. He was calling offset a rat, like I said, and saying offset had his name in his mouth. He said, I'll say, ain't had no loyalty. Um, like I said, Jay Prince was just deflecting. First, I'm going to tell you, like I said, first, he, this, this, that was that day that he, um, the interview that he did, um, dissing, um, I'll say was his fifth, was the fifth interview that he did about takeoff. Mind you, he never went to takeoff funeral at all. Him or Jazz Prince. Nobody from Houston, nobody from that little Mata showed up to show respect to your so-called family. These did you 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 playing it off in the media that takeoff with Quavo is your family and offsets not family and offset disloyal, but offset act more like family than you is, but Okay. Um, I told y'all he was already getting blasted for what his son Jazz Prince did. Then he was getting called out because one of his people is one of the people that shot take off. And then he keep on saying it was an accident. Like five interviews and he keeps saying that the person who did it, it was it was an accident. It wasn't it, it wasn't intentional. That's a bunch of bullshit because it's like you're not even trying to help them find the dude that you keep claiming is your family, bro. Like this is this like that's what just what crazy to me because you saying a whole lot, but your actions showing different. Your mouth talking, but your actions is totally different from what your actions is showing, bro. So that's that was sign number one. I knew Jay Prince was full of shit because he was talking all this good shit, but his actions it showed something totally different. Then to top it all off, then to top it all off, y'all. To top it off, the man that was arrested. For allegedly shooting takeoff. This man ain't had no money for no lawyer. Okay? He had no money for no lawyer at all. His bond was a million dollars. Miraculously, an anonymous source happens to just pay this million dollar bill. An anonymous source. And they said the anonymous source was a family friend who was uh, concerned about the alleged person. Y'all heard what I said? The man's name is um, Patrick Xavier Clark, the alleged man who uh, uh, who shot takeoff and uh, injured two, critically injured two other people. Now I'm gonna repeat this again. I'm gonna repeat this again. This man from he's from Houston. His Patrick, old Patrick, is out right now. On he on house arrest. He got a, a a monitor. You know one of those monitor things that you put on your leg that monitor GPS monitor that monitor you. But he out on a million dollar bail, posted by an anonymous friend of the family. Y'all, come on. Come on. Come on. I don't, oh, come on now. Okay. I'm not done. Before he even got arrested, he had passports, cash, 
and a Mexican itinerary, meaning he was about to bounce or someone was paying him to leave. Or like I said, someone was, he was, this is, I think that Jay, I'm gonna just keep it. I think Jay Prince was trying to pay him to be the fall guy because if Patrick, he was he kept saying, "Oh, I didn't do it." Uh, um, his lawyer kept on saying, "It's other people that could have did it." Um, he didn't even own a gun, and because there was a there was a, and then what y'all don't know, there was a second dude arrested. His name was Cameron Johnson, twenty two. He was arrested on November twenty second, twenty two, with two counts of uh, of um, unlawful possession of a firearm. The police chief said he was on the scene of the crime in possession of a weapon. Basically, he was on the scene of takeoff's mur take murder with a firearm. And it was unlawful. Hmm. Hmm. Once again, this is J. Prince City. J. Prince said he run the city. Jay Prince say don't nothing happen in his city unless he say so. But he did show up from the funeral. He done five interviews trying to make his case, plead his case on how much he loved Takeoff. An anonymous family friend posted a million dollar bail. Okay. Okay. And then, in the same interview, y'all, in that same interview where he was threatening outset, he said, Quavo brother out here snitching and telling lies to the police. This is what J. Prince says, y'all. This, 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 these are his words. These are his words. So, Quavo brother was at, Quavo brother was at the um um the events the bowling party that the um that had happened you know what i'm saying he was he was there so jay prince said he's snitching a line i wonder what he's snitching a line about because it's something that you don't like it's something it gotta be something what did he say what is he snitching and lying about because once you found out that Quavo brother was down there talking to the police, that's when you just start coming at Offset. You start coming at Offset saying Offset talking shit about you. But what could Offset really be saying? Because the only thing Offset could really be saying is, well, if Quavo brother saying one thing, you telling me something else, somebody laugh. Why my brother, why would Quavo brother laugh? Take off his uncle too. So why would Quavo brother laugh? Who protected who? Who is y'all trying to protect? If all of y'all, if Jay Prince, like he said, all y'all family, right? Take off your family, right? Quavo your family, right? That means Quavo brother your family too then too, right? Why he snitching and lying on you? What is he saying that got you thinking that he's snitching and lying on you? Because everything is coming out, J Prince. Because you claim to run that city. You claim don't shit happen on your watch unless you say so. Don't shit go down unless you say so. This is what you claiming. 
So if you claiming this and somebody get hurt in your city, not only two weeks after somebody already got on the lab in your city over the same situation, and you think people just supposed to take your word and what happened, and after your son walked past the person on 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 video, like trying to get out of dodge, didn't even look down at that man, ain't had no emotions on his face and had his social security cards. We supposed to believe that you speaking out because I'll set the unloyal one. No, homie. No, Jay Prince. That ain't that ain't how that ain't how it's looking. It's looking like you're trying to cover yourself. It's looking like you're trying to get everybody to deflect from everything that I just said. That's what it's looking like. But anyways, I'll say had responded. Let me go to it. Cause it was actually funny. He was like, I'll say asked his dad, who you think you were John Gotti? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so what I'm trying to tell y'all. Like, if y'all don't know, John Gotti is like a gangster, and he supposed to run the city and all that other stuff. And like I said, that's what they were saying the same thing about um about Jay Prince. Like, how you running shit and people steady two people now, two people, y'all, two people, two people in a matter of one month got unalive over. Got on a live over uh, a rigged dice game. And everybody keep on saying the dice game is was rigged. Give me one second, y'all. Give me one second. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. One second. Okay. Here you go, y'all. Hold on. So, you heard it. I was saying I had told us this. Like, like I said, it was that he said, see, somebody going back and telling, somebody is going back and telling, um, well, this is what Jay Prince, like, Jay Prince, you saying somebody going back and telling you something that I was saying, said. And then in that same interview, you also saying that Quavo brother is going to the police and lying. So, at the end of the day, even if, Offset is saying some shit. He cause it's like you want people to just you want people to let the takeoff murder just die down. You want people to let it go. That's what you want. You want people to let it go. You want it to drown out. You want it to disappear. But that's takeoff brother. That's offset brother. He not finna go like that. If it's if it was some if it's some grimy shady shit that happened, he gonna expose that shit. Like he said, his mama. Like he said, you call yourself so. Love you, love um, take off so much, and he was his family, this and this and that. You ain't even called this man mama, you ain't even go to the funeral. But you're doing about five, six interviews, and in each interview, that's all you talk about. But you ain't even go to the man funeral, though. But you, okay, okay, all right, 
all right so then the next day you know what i'm saying after all said because when he had responded like i said it was like at like two maybe three o'clock in the morning after so it was like a monday when it so the grammys was sunday so this happened by like two or three o'clock in the morning when i said he responded that morning at like eight nine o'clock tmz had breaking news all set and Quavo getting into a fight backstage after the Grammys because Quavo didn't want Offset to um be in a tribute even though the Grammys asked him to. So, you know, it was a whole bunch of speculation, speculation, speculation. Offset made a tweet and was like, why would I fight my brother? Keyword is fight. Later on that day, I later on or no, he had wrote, he had said, oh, it's he had said they had footage of the fight. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's like, everybody's like, we'll believe it when we see it, cause if y'all had footage, y'all release that footage. You know what I'm saying? It went to like six o'clock my time when E T Entertainment E T. Um, be on TV, you know what I'm saying, and they be re uh, reporting about it. So they be reporting about the Grammys or whatever, and you could hear Cardi in the background. And Cardi basically was telling them, Cardi was basically saying, "It's both y'all. Both y'all need to chill the fuck out and shut the fuck up." You know what I'm saying? That's what she said. And then when she came back from the backstage where it was happening, I guess they, cause people didn't, you didn't actually, it wasn't an actual physical fight the way TMZ reported it, the way the other urban blogs was reporting it. Everybody was reporting it as if Quavo and Offset got into a physical fight. That wasn't a physical fight, it was a fucking argument. And at the end of the day, tensions is running high, takeoff is that, and like they all heard it. To be quite frankly honest, I feel like Quavo is feeling guilty and he hurting and I feel like he's taking his anger out on Offset. Cause I feel like whatever him and Offset got into it with each, whatever the beef is, cause I don't even know what the fuck the beef is between them two. But to me, it ain't that serious. And the reason why I say it ain't that serious is because you're y'all brother than that, and y'all sit out here arguing looking stupid. And y'all and Quavo, you got rats in your ear. Like real life red, you got P in your ear who don't give a fuck about you. You got J Prince who don't give a fuck about you. And then you was hanging with Lil Baby, which don't make sense because that motherfucker supposed to have put his hands up on offset, yo homie. Like that's some snake ass, grimy ass, that's some grimy shit to do to a nigga that you've been knowing your whole life. Like this that's the magnitude of it. That's what I don't think people understand it. Like they've been knowing each other since they were short. It's not, not like no five year thing, two year thing, three year. They've been knowing each other since they fucking shorties. Thirty some fucking years. Thirty some years. They twenty some years they've been knowing each other. So for them to have this type of argument, for them to for it to even escalate to this. I feel like it's quite well being immature. And I feel like Offset probably, he not meaning to, but I feel like Offset blamed Quavo for takeoff death. And I'm gonna just keep it 100. And it's like, a, it's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of tempers. And it's like, you got the people on the outside, you know, like a fire and they just throwing sticks in it to make the fire go get hotter and throwing gasoline on the fire to make it burst and get hotter and hotter and hotter. And it's like, it's a lot of noise 
around them so they can't breathe in peace. You know what I'm saying? They can't, they're not grieving the way they're supposed to be grieving. They haven't let themselves feel it. Instead, they is they let their anger outweigh the uh the grief. And it's coming, it, it's showing, it's constantly showing and showing until they hit a head where they might do get physical. You know, to be perfectly honest, I think they already didn't get physical before because they let their brothers. What brothers don't get physical? My brothers fight all the time. But they still love each other. And you can't talk shit to them. And they gonna beat your ass. And that's just me is what it is. Like, I talk shit to my sisters. That, that don't mean that, like... If... That don't mean that I'm not gonna have that back. And, like, shit, I didn't physically fought my fucking sister. So... That... A physical fight... Like, between family... That's some... This, this, this is some, that's some shit that family do. You know what I'm saying? They going through family issues right now. And I feel like it don't need to be in the media. And I feel like... As urban media blogs who keep on saying us black people is being portrayed in this negative light. And the urban media blogs are the main ones portraying us black people in these negative lights. They're so fucking contradictory and hypocritical. It just don't make no fucking sense at all. But anyways... People start saying, oh, why offset lie? Why offset lie? Like I said, he didn't lie. He said he didn't fight his brother. And as you can see from the video footage, it was an argument. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, after that happened, right after that happened, you could see uh, offset and P walking off. And this is how I feel. It wasn't no offset is cool with P type of situation. It was a P trying to insert himself into shit to make it seem like he captain save a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Because in reality, you don't like quite you don't like offset because offset is trying to break his uh trying to break his deal with you. Now if y'all don't know offset uh P is counselor suing offset because he said that offset uh reneged on their contracts and um he had said um, basically he told what had happened I guess Offset wasn't supposed to tell what happened or whatever so he said he counter suing him for that and then he said that um, if the contract that him and Offset signed or renegotiated didn't have nothing to do with his um, record label it was more of a distribution deal or whatever all I know is it was a whole bunch of BS because basically what he said what he trying to say is Offset solo music is still his music he still want Offset solo music and the next day, like literally the very next day, it comes out that peace so quality control to school to Brown. So this 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 is why P wanted outset to this is why P is doing I feel like P be up in Quavo is talking shit Thompson about that loyalty shit. And this is why I say the Quavo and um offset thing has started from that first interview when he was like he, when Quavo reiterated, he said this ain't had nothing to do with uh, Offset wanting to leave the, leave his label. Yes, it did. Yes, it did because Q already knew what he wanted to do. He probably had Migos, Migos, um, Migos song recordings or whatever happen. I don't know how. I don't know the process of happens when you buy a label. So I don't know what. Um, I don't know what Scooter Braun is going to be getting. But I know he paid $300 million for it. So evidently, he just ain't gonna be getting no money. He, he getting something. Most likely, he probably getting a fucking master's and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't, it ain't free. $300 million. You ain't just gonna give away $300 for nothing. 
And I'ma just be honest. And like I said, the only artist up under QC is Migos, Baby, City Girls, Lakia, and Glossop. And the only major artist they got is Go Baby. Because City Girls, they not even, City Girls ain't popping like that. And just to keep it a buck, Migos was their big group. But once Migos sets it up, it's like QC ain't even, QC don't have nobody. QC is not a label that's like, oh my goodness, they got all these artists on, like, you know, a label that's, that should sell for 300 fucking million dollars. But it sold for 300 million dollars. And I feel like Offset, song, Offset solo songs was probably part of that deal. And that's why P been acting funny and saying funny ass shit and trying to make it seem like, cause like, if Offset paid you to leave the deal, to to leave his deal, to leave his contract, why are you reneging? Like that, I knew it was something because when it first came out, I'm like, I don't understand why he reneging. I don't understand why P reneging. You know what I'm saying? Like, you signed it, now you reneging, and now you trying to counter sue Offset because he spoke on it? Why? All for it to come out that you sold QC, Quality control to school to Brown for three hundred million dollars. Yeah, you industry niggas. You industry niggas. You industry niggas. You industry niggas. You something else. I'm, I'm telling y'all, like y'all is. Whew, the music industry is, is number snakes and shit. Um. After that, after so once again. This this all happening. So then I think was it yesterday or day before yesterday? Today is Friday. Let's say it was Thursday. So Wednesday. It was Tuesday or Wednesday. Matter of fact, it's probably Wednesday. Um, Jay Pussy, Jay Pissy responded back to the to the recording of Offset, and basically he was saying that um. He was like, uh, why this nigga tell me to, uh, cause like I said, Offset said, if you had my number, you could have called me. So then Jay Pussy, Jay Pissy was like, um, well, then, you know what I'm saying? I, he talking some, um, I got your number or whatever, but, uh, who you call when Lil Baby and them beat your ass? Who ain't nobody called you? Like, what the fuck you think somebody called you? And then he said that when Cardi had... I forgot. I didn't even, to be perfectly honest, I didn't even know Cardi was into it with some, with some people because of with some people on the uh, East Coast because of some shit she said in her song. I ain't know shit about it. So when he said that Offset had called Cardi, had called him so Cardi could be safe while she was in LA, I was like, what the fuck he talking about, bitch? You lying? What the fuck? Cardi need to be safe in LA? What the hell? Like I didn't even know what the situation they was talking about. So then, you know how Cardi is. Cardi, like I said, Cardi been quiet. But at the end of the day, she not finna, you not finna play with her. You not finna play with her. And you not finna lie on her. That's the one thing about Cardi. You not finna to lie on her. And let me tell y'all something. To the people who keep on saying, oh, Cardi need to start responding to every little thing. Shut the fuck up. Y'all do not know how small lies that have been spread have been lasting for the past five years the whole payola bot shit that shit five years old and it's still going bro and that's because cardi never said nothing about it at first when it was first being said and when she finally did say something about it, she said something about it when her up song came out 
Like that was like three years into her career already, and that lad just kept moving, moving. It's like you blogs. It's like you blogs have who you blogs have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of followers and you get thousands and thousands and thousands of engagements so when y'all post the y'all don't post the full story y'all post the part that's gonna fit the narrative that y'all want it to fit so all these narratives always got making Carter like she the bad guy so she always gotta fucking defend herself you know what I'm saying? Because if she don't defend herself, who the fuck is going to defend her? But her fans. That's it. Because ain't nobody else going to fucking defend Cardi. Cardi only defend herself. And she has to. Because you motherfuckers make it seem like she's such a fucking bad person. And she's a fucking racist. When all she fucking do is respond to fucking trolls. Like, anyways. Cardi had ended up responding or whatever. She had, her first tweet was like, big lies. Then her second tweet was like, basically she was saying that, she was like, she told him like, why would I call you to about some shit that happened in LA? That's what the fuck I was saying. Like, ain't Jay Prince, you run Houston. What the fuck? What? Like I said, he think he should ignite. This man think he should ignite. I keep saying it. Yep. He a wannabe should ignite. Anywho, Cardi was like, um, why would I call you and you from Houston? He, she had said she had called some dude in WAC 100. So then WAC 100 had commented under some Instagram post and he was like, basically he was saying that Jay Prince had lied. Um, Cardi had a honey bloody game, blood game members with her. She had whack with her. Um, her manager or whatever was plugged in at the time. So her manager at that time must have been Patience. See, y'all, I don't know what happened between Cardi and Patience, but I think that's the re- but but that's the reason why we had to wait so long for this second album because Patience. Even I don't see. I don't know what happened about with her. So I can't. I can't say nothing negative about Patience because all the shit when her and Cardi was together. Walk came up came come on now like cardi rollout was coming and then i don't know some fucking happened i don't know if if patience wanted more like more of a title or more money or because you know in one of cardi's songs she said somebody wanted stocks you know what i'm saying so i don't know if she wanted more but patience is now managing lakia I don't know. I think Lakia about to break off and take off. Because Patience is a good manager. I'm, I can't stun on that. Patience is real good. She had Cardi on her shit. Cardi on her shit now because she got new management, Irving. Though. But before that, she didn't have no management. You know what I'm saying? So she was doing everything herself. And before she, before that, she had she was Patience. And Patience is really good. I'm sorry. I don't have nothing negative to say about Patience until Cardi, uh, Cardi come out and say what happened between her and Patience. Or until somebody say something about Patience. Other than that, I have no problem with Patience. I like Patience. And I really hope her and Cardi work together again someday. Because I just, bro, I feel like her and Cardi working together is like Missy Elliott and um, Timbaland working together in the studio. I feel like they just make magic happen, bro. Anything that's that you don't believe can happen is gonna happen. They make shit unbelievable. They make the fairy tales come true. Hopefully Irv do it. Irv better do it. Or we're gonna have some problems. Anyways. So basically Jay Prince was lying. He lied. And they was like he looked like a, 
He look like an old uh, old civil rights leader. And he do because that's the old ass man talking, telling shit and threatening people over the internet. Which don't make no sense to me because if you are OG, all the OG know, every OG know and they will tell you, you do not get on the internet and make yourself a fucking suspect. Come on. Come on. You making literal threats up on here. Like, no, nigga, you gangster, right? You run the whole city of Houston, right? You plugged in, right? It shouldn't have been no worse. This should have been all fucking behind the scenes type shit. But I feel like you, I feel like he knows some shit finna come or some shit finna come out. And he trying to get ahead of it. And he trying to deflect from some shit. That's just how I feel. So, yeah. This is what took place over the weekend. I feel like... Jay Prince and P Big Nose up Big Nose ass been inside Quavo ear. They've been feeding him BS. Quavo's sister don't even fuck with him. She unfollowed him on IG. Um, and like I said, for the people saying Offset don't have a right to feel the way y'all stupid as hell. They grew up together. Quavo mom literally took care of all of them. Plus, take out like I said, take out to me and have an issue with Offset. It was more of Quavo. I feel like Quavo was mad that Offset wanted to leave QC. Now, P Big Nose ass done sold the label to Scooter. If y'all don't know who Scooter is, he the one that stole Taylor Swift Masters. But they worth, they literally worthless now because she just re, uh, she re, uh, released all her, re-released all the music, and now she own her own master to the same music. So, ha 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 ha, dummy. <laughs> I think he had included Offset in that $300 million deal because, like I said, I just told y'all, it's only, like, five people on that label. So, $300 million is a lot of fucking money. $300 million? $300 million? $300 million? Evidently, he got masters and other types of shit to go along with that label. So, and I feel like Offset was a part of that because Migos. Migos, I feel like Migos, Migos make up $150, Baby make up the other $150, and everybody else is just... Everybody else is just everybody else. Shit. Um, and DJ Prince, no people ain't been feeling him. So now he's trying to deflect and um uh, trying to make it seem like it's offset. And like I'm gonna say this again. He said Quavo brother is up in the snitching and lying to the police. Why would he say that? Because the police probably came and asked his ass a question. But let me tell you so we gonna know because the dude that's out on the million dollar bail, he do back in court in March. Yup. He do back in court next month. And I'm going to make sure I get those court documents. And I'm going to make sure because I want to know what the fuck is going on. But, yeah. It's just a whole bunch of industry bullshit. Jay Prince, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. But you need to go sit your old ass back down. And go sit somewhere with the old women. Instead of sitting up here trying to be gangster, gangster, knowing you ain't motherfucking gangster. Nigga, you not gangster. Ain't nothing gangster about you. Real niggas move in silence. Um, like I said, you bleed just like everybody else. If it really is about that life, you wouldn't be making yourself a suspect on the, on the internet. Um, well, that's all for now. I hope y'all enjoyed it. You can go and follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is B-O-N-I-F-I-D-E-B-E-A-U-T, Bonafide Butte. And it's the same handle on Instagram and TikTok. 
See you guys next time.